Yeah, you got the crown, let us sing. I'm a Sacramento king, and we're doing our thing. We got the crown, let us sing. Yeah, the Sacramento OnlyFans. The art show at the Arco. Boogie Cousins made it bang in the sleepy train. See where blicking bars go. D-Rock got D-Lock like D-Block. D-Fox got the golden one like Reebok. Jason Jones with the J-Street vibes. And KC's gonna give it to you live. Uh, I was born to ball from a fetus. Watching highlights of Reggie Theus. White chocolate breaking ankles into pieces. Roy Williams had them freezing in the bleachers. My shots all making money, Mitch Richmond. Mike Bibby with the cross, you're a victim. And if your team run the zone, I'ma shift them. Welcome to the L train. Like a sentimental king. And we're doing our thing. We got the crown of the same. Yeah, yeah, what is good? You already know what it is, baby. You know the vibes here. J Street vibes in your ear. Flavor in your ear. That was a classic by Craig Mack. I am your man, Kenny Careway. And I am Jason Jones, who may or may not tweet crazy things this coming weekend. <laughs> Why this coming weekend? I don't know. The weekend, you know, last weekend was a good time to tweet. So, I mean, why not just <laughs> let's get active this weekend. You got a you got a Friday, Saturday game. Let me just, you know, maybe I'll troll Niner fans. or Why would well, you do that? I don't because it's fun. Just because I you're mean, gonna be trolling us when we get to Sean Watson. You gonna do that? Oh, okay, there we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> there we go. There we gonna get to Sean. You got Jimmy Garoppolo. You don't need to Sean Watson. No, everybody need everybody except for like two teams needs to Sean Watson. That boy's bad. No, the Niners ain't one of them. They got Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, like, you know, you know, I got love for Jimmy, but Deshaun, he ain't Deshaun Watson. I know that. I don't think he's gonna get somebody. I mean, Bill O'Brien is gone. You ain't gonna be able to fleece the new guys. You know, <laughs> you know. I don't think I don't think they're gonna pull a DeAndre Hopkins and give away Deshaun for like you know Nick Mullins and you know <laughs> an extra goalpost pad and you know some 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 mouthpieces and his chin strap. I can only dream, Jason. I can only dream. Don't kill my dreams, bro. Well, I kill the dreams of Niner fans. That's what I love to do. Wow, what a what a what a what a jerk! What a what a I, jerk! I am. I, I admit that. You know, I'm a straight asshole when it comes to Niner fans. Like that Super Bowl, I literally, I almost threw up laughing. I was laughing so hard the final eight minutes of that game. I was like, "This is going to be the funniest shit ever if they lose." I said, "This is going to be so." And I mean, and I was sitting by some Niner fans. By the end of the game, they hated me. Oh yeah, I would have hated you too. Absolutely. I, 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 my chest hurt. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I would have definitely I just, hated you. I, I, just I just you laughing, laughing is just just a dick move. Just laughing. It was, it was, but it but it was worth it. I mean, I was ready to start posting about. Damn, I got to congratulate these fans on their fine season, and I'm like, oh god, they're gonna blow it. Oh my god, <laughs> they're really gonna blow this game. They're really gonna lose. And then now I, it went from we're the deepest team in the league to we're the most hurt team ever. I, I mean, we literally this. are. I don't know what you're talking about. We literally are Whatever. the most hurt team ever. Whatever. This, this is a, you this lost is a fact. three in it. Lost the three NFC East teams. You get no sympathy. I mean, we had practice squad players out there. I don't know you what you want from us. You lost to three NFC East teams. You get no sympathy. You lost to Carson Wentz, and he was shit this season. I mean, we, we had. Practice players. What would you want us what, to do? Whatever. Whatever. These guys aren't supposed to be in the NFL. Well, they, they got on uniforms, don't they? And they had on, I, from what I could tell you, they take that L. Go ahead and draft another D lineman in the first round. Hey, let me ask you a question. Because um, I asked other people this. I don't. I asked Marshall Harris this. I don't think he understands the concept of what I'm saying. Because the, the, the question was brought up, and we'll get to basketball in just a second. Don't worry about it. But the question was brought, brought up about losing in the Super Bowl. And I was like, there's no way like, I want to go back and lose in the Super Bowl again. And and Damien was like, what? You wouldn't want to go to the Super Bowl? I was like, if I know I'm losing, there's no way I want to be the Buffalo Bills. Take me out in the wild card weekend. Take me out in the, in the championship game. I do not want to lose four straight Super Bowls ever. Would you rather go to the – you know you're going to lose either way. Would you rather go to the Super Bowl – and lose four times in a row or lose in various playoff rounds four times in a row? And I'm never going to win the Super Bowl? You're, you're not winning regardless. It's in my misery early. It's in my misery early. I agree. They didn't understand what I was saying. I I'm was like, like why would I want to keep going back? Why would I want to extend my hopes knowing it's going to – let's go ahead and let me lose in the wild card round. 
And that's embarrassing to lose in the Super Bowl four times in a row. It's embarrassing. I mean, I'm not on the team or nothing, but I'm a guy. I got to rep the team. I got to hear the jokes. There's no way I would want to lose four times in a row in the the Super Bowl. You know what? Because I'm gonna tell you, as a as a proclaimed and acknowledged and proud troll of Niner fans, I get so much joy out of seeing a team get oh so close. And it's to see Niner fans get so happy and then to watch that shit fall up. I love that. No, you don't. Like the, I, I love it. Like the, when, when Kaepernick overthrew Michael Crabtree, I was like, y'all were so close. Oh, y'all were so close. So and would you I rather felt, be so close or just pathetic? Just be pathetic. I mean, that's, you know. that's, that, that, that's a, no, no, nobody wants to be pathetic. No, don't, don't let well, them fool you, America. Nobody wants to be the Raiders. Nobody wants to be pathetic. Wow. Wow. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm not delusional. Unlike bang, bang, you know, missed the playoff what? again, Niner crew or whatever the hell you guys are calling yourself. You change your damn name and slogan. Who got Who's it Sam's, better than, a, who got it better than us? Who got it better than us? About I mean, we've had a lot of we've had a lot know. of great moments. We've had a lot of great moments. So I, that, I mean, that happened the, when I had the, Afro. That the happened when I had braids. The slogans change up multiple times because we have so many great moments in our history. I mean, where 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 do I need to start? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't remember that. I think I was still living in Long Beach when the last time they had a great moment. But okay. I mean, gotten the Super Bowls. We won NFC Championship games. I mean, we, I've popped, I've no. popped bottles. I've popped bottles. <laughs> when I moved, you know? when I moved to, when I moved to Northern California, the whole talk was we win Super Bowls. I would have never thought I'd come to the day where I hear at least we got there. Uh, no, it's never at least we got there. Never, never that. That's what it. That's that's what it's become. But yeah, let's not talk uh, about you know about trash fan bases anymore. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the Kings. Good. Good segue, Jay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. I'm glad <laughs> to see you're getting on board here. Um, <laughs> so you, you're talking about a team right now. Where are we about two, two and a half weeks into the season? We're talking about a 500 team right now, Jason. Four and four, Sacramento Kings. Uh, let me ask you the first original question. Um, are you surprised at four and four? Mildly. I mean, it's not. It wasn't. You know, not unfathomable. They could be four and four. It's I think just, a lot of people outside of myself thought it was unfathomable they would be four and four. There's a lot of revisionist history going on. Remember, I was the only one saying, "Hey, this looks like it might be a team." People were telling me this was a, a bottom five team. We're gonna suck. All this other stuff. I was the only one, Jason. Yeah, but see, folks, they would be one and seven. I didn't think they would be that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they they might not. They might not win a game until mid June. I was like, no, oh, come on now. No, it's not. It's not like that. I, I didn't. I, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't think they would be zero and eight. Yeah. I thought. I, I didn't think they would be seven and one. I didn't think they'd be zero and eight. I thought, you know, they'd have. They're probably within two. You know, the the plus or minus two games where I thought they'd be. I thought, you know. Three wins right now wouldn't be obscene, uh, and and the, and we're coming off uh, a big win against the Chicago Bulls. Chicago's not bad, man. I, I had them being better like than I a, thought they were. I mean, yeah, I had them being a bottom five team in the in the league, and I, I don't. I think they got more talent than that. Like they're they're. They, I mean, I love Zach Levine always, and Kobe White. I mean, he just gets better. It seems like every game. So they they got some heavy hitters on there. Uh, Otto Porter's having a good year. So I, I was surprised with the Bulls, man. But they're coming off a good win against the Chicago Bulls, where it looks like their their savior, their savior is back. You know who it is. Give me a pause. Give me a second. A little magic, and I'm telling you right now, Jason. The young man is getting more and more magic-like qualities. Not calling him magic, magic-like qualities. The more we see him, I'm, I'm. T- this guy is special. He's special right now. He's got something. I don't. It's just the two games he missed with the, you know, the bone bruise in his wrist, and as he put it, everything else on him was sore from that fall. Just mm. the two games he missed. They look so confused and lost. Mm. Like. Mm. They said he said he somebody said that they're already calling him the team mom because he makes sure everyone gets taken care of. <laughs> you know, yeah. he, I mean, he looks. I mean, just think about the, the the Warrior game and that second Rockets game. They just did not look like they had any clue what was going on at times. 
Right. It was like the offense is stagnant. Could someone organize us? Oh my, you know, and if you know, it's like if if De'Aaron couldn't get to the paint, it's like okay, so we're just gonna stand there and stare at De'Aaron. Right. Or right. you know, it, it was you know, it just something about him. He brings an energy and an enthusiasm to the court that's infectious. Sounds and like somebody else that I keep comparing him to. Remember, we're not I'm doing that. Like, he ain't, he ain't had forty two points in the in the in the, in the closing game of the finals. You know, He's you know, sure to he, hell hasn't. He, he didn't win a state a national. Well, he couldn't have won a national title as a sophomore. He didn't get a chance to. But you know what right. I mean. But so here's the thing, and, and me and Damian were talking about this on uh, on the, on the radio uh, today. Obviously, I mean anybody with a brain, you, you know, you know when I say these things, Jason. I'm not saying he's anywhere close to magic. Oh he yeah, will be he will be that. But there's something to be said. So the reason, from what I hear, that that came about, and I think you heard it on the same interview with uh, M Grads. We got to get M Grads on the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it for the culture. But um, he talked about how his dad, Tyrese, talked about how his dad wasn't this huge NBA guy, but he loved magic, and that is who Tyrese was watching growing up. Like he would sit him down and he was play these magic Johnson highlights and games. And that's how he learned the game. And to say little magic isn't necessarily to say he's going to be magic Johnson, but I mean, that's where he learned the game. So it's like me, I learned the game watching Michael Jordan. I'm not Michael Jordan, but there's things that I just do on the basketball court that might look like Mike, you know what I'm saying? Just cause that's mm-hmm. how I learned the game. And you, I feel like you see those type of things from Tyrese when I say he he looks like magic, because that's how he learned the game. That's that was his introduction yeah, to basketball. Some of, those, some of those passes he throws. I mean, mm-hmm. you now got a situation where you got to tell the other four guys whenever Tyrese is on the court, have your hands ready. Yeah, you you yeah. never know when you're going to get a pass, and he does it on both ends too. Though I mean, just defensively, yes. even though he he he'll tell you there's games where he's horrible on defense. Maybe because we're used to seeing bad defense overall. His his horrible looks like, damn, wow. You know. So I yeah, like I said, it's it's you know, when they lost you know, three games in a row, especially those last people are like, Oh my god, they're horrible. I'm like, Can they get Tyrese back first? Yeah. yeah. I, I said, you know, the people you know, like I said, Luke was saying, you know, we just can't sit around and wait for Tyrese. I'm like, I'm sorry, Luke, you might just have to wait for Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's, it's, time, it's just that simple it's like you know what we can't lose him yeah yeah now he is, he is showing himself to be invaluable to this team and um another and guy further, that I, and, for, and further proof that we don't know shit when it comes to the draft too no no because I didn't Jason look I'll be the first to tell you as much as I'm sitting around calling this guy a little magic and how much I love him uh, we all know and I make no secret to saying I was very iffy on him when he was drafted. I was like, oh, I don't know about no Tyrese Halliburton. I don't know. I ended up watching a little more after he was actually drafted, and I saw more that I liked. But, I mean, I'm not going to front like I, I, I thought he was going to be anywhere close to what he's been so far for this team, man. So, like right. you said, no, nah, we don't know a damn thing. <laughs> see, and the thing was, everybody told me he wouldn't be available at 12. So, I was, mm-hmm. I, you know, he had like a media availability with the league. And I was like, why the hell would I be on that? He's not going to be there at 12. Right. I mean, Some I people had him at five, four or five. I, I, I'd read somewhere about the Warriors trading down to two or three and taking him at three. Wow. Wow. You know, tr- you know, trading, I mean, trading attitude, just trading down and, and staying in the top five to take him. So, I had no, I had had no idea he would fall that far. I just knew that when he got around twelve, you said, okay, one of these guys is going to be there. The Kings are going to get one of them, whether it was Vassal, whether it was him, you know. And they they got they got their guy. So this is fun. Very very much so. Very much so. Um, real quick before we talk about anybody else, uh, more of the um, the 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 legend that is Tyrese Halliburton with some of the things that he talked about off the off the court and in the press conference following the Bulls game. I know you were um there in the in the Zoom press conference and you wrote a little bit about it, but uh man, super impressive. Super impressive young man. He's not even twenty one years old yet, man. So uh what what were some of your takeaways and, and some of the things that you wrote about after hearing him speak on some of the things that we saw in, in Washington DC? I mean, you said one of the other nicknames he had was Little Obama and just mm. <laughs> just his his sense of presence and awareness his like just 
his awareness of his place in the world and then uh, his awareness of the world as a whole, you don't really get that usually from a guy that young. And just to hear him speak clearly, eloquently, thoughtfully, you know, a lot of times, you know, you ask a guy what's going on, they just, um, they, you know, they really can't express it. And he, you know, clearly he he can express himself. And I've, I'm a bi- I've always been a big proponent of if you don't know what to say, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, people were killing James Harden because James Harden said he didn't see what happened. I'm like, you know what? If James didn't have nothing to say, I'd rather have him say that than they get up there and sound like a jackass. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Be like, oh, well, you know, and then you're like, oh my, you know, you know, James is the guy who had the Blue Lives Matter, you know, face covering. He's like, oh, I just got it because it was, you know, covered my beard. So right. you probably don't want James speaking on that. <laughs> right. We're not going to put a microphone in his face right now. Yeah, you know, but when you look at, you know, it's, it's, we, we kind of, and to me what made what he said kind of more poignant was that, talking about somebody who's a, who's a biracial, who's biracial. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, my mom's white, my and my girlfriend's white, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, you can't you know, deny what we're seeing. You know, and then he just had, I mean, he just had a different depth. He's from Wisconsin. So we're talking to him a day after the Jacob Blake uh, stuff comes out. They're not going to, you know, prosecute the uh, cop that shot Jacob Blake. So, I mean, he just had so many different layers to him of the, in discussing everything. And it was real. I mean, it was insightful just to hear his points of view. And actually, he really fits in with the Kings just because, you know, this is if it, the Kings are one of those teams where if this is how you feel, no one's going to tell you to shut up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. No, it's it's super impressive to, to hear him speak, um, hear him speak on something like that. You know, something that was a, this historic black eye for this country and to hear his views at 20 years old, old on that. And then also just to hear him speak in general. Uh, he has a way of communicating, a way with words, a way of of storytelling. Like we mentioned earlier, the the podcast that he did with him grads, I mean, super engaging, man. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the, the way that he communicates and, and can get his thoughts across. Um, it's it's imp- I don't I'm not. It's it's weird to say it's impressive, but it is. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 refreshing. Maybe that's a yeah. better better yeah, way to better put it. Like it's, it's like I wrote. They didn't draft him. They created him. <laughs> yeah. there's no way he's a real person there's no way he's this is who he is you know yeah so man put him in bubble wrap let's get him healthy make sure he stays out there on the floor real quick before we leave Tyrese Halliburton you know I got to stir the pot a little bit um any thoughts about him getting into the starting lineup I wouldn't mess with it right now I mean, I, I don't gotta think give, so either. You got to give Buddy a chance to get out of his shooting funk. And I thought about that, too, because the last time Buddy was in a, 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 I mean, not the last time, but one of the times he was in a real bad shooting funk to start a season, Dave Yeager benched him and he took off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you do kind of wonder, well, maybe, but I, I don't think you mess with it right now. And I, and I don't think Tyrese's play is impacted by him starting or not starting. Right, right. You but know, at, at some point... point uh, and and like I said, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be this year. But I mean, it's at some point it's looking like this is a guy that you want out there for thirty-two to thirty-five minutes a night. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I mean, anybody with eyes can see what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, some, so. you know, some, sometimes you just have it. You know, you know. They say they say up in the church, some people just have the anointing. You can't do nothing <laughs> about it. God gave him that. I can't take it away. And it's like he's he's got he's got it. Whatever, as they say, whatever that is, he's got it, and you don't fuck with that. You just say, you know what, you got it. I'm gonna step back and let you do your thing. You don't, don't mess with him. Don't, d- don't do none of that. You let him, you let him cook. Like I said last night on Twitter, he's got the glow. Yes, just like Bruce Leroy, he definitely has the glow. Mm. This is what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton, man, what a what a joy to see him so far in this young season. Real quick, man. Um, I wanted to talk about Marvin Bagley, and I'm almost glad that we did this podcast on this Thursday night as opposed to maybe Tuesday night because much better vibes about Marvin after what happened yesterday against the Bulls. Big game from him, man, 21 and 12. I was I was a little, you know, I'm a big proponent of Marvin Bagley and what I think he can do in this league. And I keep telling everybody that game on Monday against the Warriors, that was the first time where I said, Oh no, 
did I get this wrong? <laughs> like I was a little worried for the <laughs> first time after what I saw on Monday, but it was really good to see him bounce back against the Bulls, man, play with a little more bounce in his step, a little more confidence. And I always got to check myself when I, when I talk about Marvin right now, still hadn't played. He's played seven games in the last like year. You know what I'm saying? So he's still trying to get acclimated to, you know, getting it getting his his legs under him as a basketball guy i'm thinking 20 25 games before you know you really start to see the real marvin back what's your thoughts about marvin right now man i think marvin's a young guy and you gotta just go through some of the lumps and he's gotta earn the trust to get those late minutes you know those late game minutes but i don't think it's a it should be seen as a knock on him if he's as a essentially a young player Mm-hmm. He's not playing a lot in some, you know, playing in late in some games. And the part of the problem, too, is Rashawn's playing so damn well. Man, he's balling. And if you're going to play Marvin with that small group, he's a please play in the five. I'm, I, I don't think you put Marvin out there and ask him to guard Otto Porter Jr. on the wing or ask him to to switch out on a Zach. Le- you don't you don't do that to him. He's not right. he's not there yet. But, I, th- I you know, I think the. Uh, that the couple of games, that second Houston game, the one of the, the first one especially, then the second one, and then that Warrior game, that was the first time I was like, "Damn, man, what the fuck?" Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what, "Man, if if, if 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 you don't stop trying to damn lead a fast break and run somebody over, bro, we were texting um, during during both of those games, and we, for lack of better words, we was just like, bruh. This is this ain't it. <laughs> this is I'm not like, it for Marvin. Like what? He looked he looked like a dude trying to prove to everybody what he could do, and it was like, no man, it is, you're, you're forcing it. We can all see it. And then it's just chatting with people and whatnot. Someone said, honestly, right now he's overwhelmed. That's what it looked you know, like. And I thought he looked soft. With, I thought he looked yeah. soft uh, in like those three games or whatever. A lot of a lot of trying to you know finger roll some stuff in or whatever. I, I asked you. Let me ask you a question real quick, Jason. Not to cut you off. What, what was what was your first memory of Marvin Bagley as a king? What was the first thing you can remember? Dang, that's so long ago. I don't. I mean, my first memory was him only getting twelve minutes in his first game. <laughs> even before that him and the kid well i'll stop the suspense oh, first I, I, thing oh yeah summer league oh yeah the uh, california he he banged on, on uh, my uh, man mo wagner mo, mo wagner mo wagner and i'm like former laker mo wagner got yeah here yeah, yeah, when yeah, was yeah, the yeah. last time you saw him attack somebody like that it's been a minute and i'm like yo what's up with all these finger roll all this other stuff put somebody in the basket you know what i mean but i it just, it just was, it was frustrating to watch. But yeah, it looked like a guy, like a guy who was fighting with himself for a few games. Like that warrior game, he kept running and falling down. I was like, he got. Hey, oh my gosh, bro! You I saw that like, too. It was like three times. But <laughs> I, I just felt bad for him by the end. Of that. I was like, I feel so bad for that kid. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then you got the tweet, you know, the tweets, you know, and. And I, like I said on the radio, I, I just don't think he handled that well, which is part mm-hmm. of him being overwhelmed because. You know, I generally when you come out and do the whole I'm not answering these questions, it never goes well for you, especially yeah. when you're playing like shit. Right. Nobody right. wants to hear that from you then. It's like, hold up. You you, you saying what you're not going to talk about? <laughs> you know, and yeah. And then it was I think he just needs the one thing Luke said after the last game was that he's told Marvin, if you're going to air, we need the space. If you're going to air, go to the three point line. Mm hmm. Give mm-hmm. us space, and you know we'll figure out how to get you going there. But you know, you can't. You, you know, you can't. You just, you just can't be standing around looking lost. And I just think against the Bulls, he's he's getting. You know, he's he's running the floor a little bit more. He's you know he's going up. You know, you no know, decisively. There isn't getting yeah. in front of the rim and dribbling and trying to put a move on somebody. He's yeah. just going up. And you know, maybe some of that was he saw his boy Wendell Carter on the other team. You know? Yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, I, I if there's probably some part of him there that did not want to uh, get shown up by Wendell Carter, who's actually had a pretty good start to the season. So yeah, he, so, you yeah. know, that might have been a motivating factor for sure. Yeah, but I just think he just needed to have a decent game. Mm-hmm. And the thing, and I was just caution everyone. He's gonna have some more shit games. Calm, you know, this, <laughs> you know, it, it's just it is what it is, and he's. I know there's still scouts who tell me they think he's a center. He's not strong enough to be a center yet. Mm-hmm. He's, 
he's not really a four. You know, he's not really a. He's not a. He's not a uh, floor spacing. You know, a stretch four yet. And Lord knows he's he is not a three. So, right. so that's for sure. <laughs> we're gonna have to go through some growing pains. You got to go through some growing pains with him, and I just hope that you know, like I said, I, I I I was not a person who was calling his dad out of his name. I, like I said, I'm not gonna attack a man who loves his son. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I just think that sometimes you have to remember, like you know, I think even De'Aaron said on the clip with a uh, Matt and and Jack. Every time you put something out as a member of the family. It's a reflection on the player whether you wanted to be or not. Right, right. That's the reality and, of the situation. And and the way Marvin handled that made it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if Marvin had just said, you know what, my dad's outspoken. He loves me. He's just frustrated, you know, because he wants to see me do my best. And I didn't even think he needed, he wouldn't even need to say all that. He'd be like, yo, that's my dad. He says what he says. He don't speak for me. That's that's all I needed to hear. He don't speak yeah. for me. I'm a, I'm yeah, my own man, and and leave it at that. But pretending like it didn't happen was not going to do anything. And you know, <laughs> but you know, and all just you know, just the whole I'm not going to no, it's not going to go away. Right. But I, I think right. we've seen this before with young athletes. You know, whether it be in, in in several sports, whether it be football, whether it be like a Roy Jones thing in boxing, you see a thing mm-hmm. where at some point there comes that age where can dad really be coach still? Mm-hmm. And should dad yeah. just be dad? Maybe right. they're at that point and we're seeing it play out live. I don't know. I w- right. I'm not going to speculate what's going on in his house. But if that was happening, it wouldn't be unusual. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't love his dad or vice versa. It's just that, you know, Absolutely. He's, he's still, he's, he's coming into his own. He's becoming, you know, he's, you know, he's doing this in front of all of us. And like I said, he just didn't. I don't think he handled the situation well. I don't think he knew how to handle it. I was mm-hmm. just like, man, you had you had a night to sleep on this. Is this what you came up with? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's not right after the game or something. Yeah. Nobody sprung it on you. You had twenty four hours. You and that's knew what exactly. You, came with. you knew exactly why we wanted to talk to you, and that was what you came up with. That was like <laughs> I, that's why I was like, that's immature, man. I'm gonna need you to do better, Marvin. And then I have no problem saying that because I've talked to Marvin. I know I'm the I'm the dude when I saw Marvin after the whole damn thing. I was like, man, how you gonna wait all night and not go back at that man? That that man was ether. I told him, man, you can't do that. Right. I had wrote the story. I, I said, man, the Kings then took two L's. The season didn't even started because Dame's out here killing Marvin right now. Right. So, it's, I mean, I, I don't say anything that I wouldn't actually say to them. And what actually sucks right now is that you can't say things to them in person. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have no, like I said, you know, as a, as a black man, I am not going to hate on a black father loving his son. Absolutely not. I'm just not going to do that. Absolutely you know, we, not. I'm not going to call him out of his name. No, Marvin Bagley Jr. is not a buffoon. He's not a. I'm not. I, I, I'm. I'm still mad. People talk bad about Levar Ball. Look, I'm I like, had to come around on Levar to be honest with you because I wasn't feeling Levar at first, but I had to take a step back. And Levar, all right with me, man. He he been all right with me, and I feel the same way about about. I call him Big Marv instead of just Marvin. I just say Big Marv. Um, I, I, like I said, you like you probably had the same thing. I've had interactions with with Big Marv and, and the whole family. It's a beautiful family. He was yeah. he's been nothing but nice to me and polite when I've talked to him. So I don't feel no type of way about him personally. Yeah, I thought it, he shouldn't yeah. have done that. You know, I thought he shouldn't have been tweeting that. He was out of pocket, and that's all it was. That's that's my opinion on it. It, it yeah. ain't got nothing to do with him as as a person or nothing like that. I just some of the things I saw people saying, I just thought were wrong. Yeah, they were out of pocket. They were out of pocket. You know, you know what I'm saying? He he he's a low budget Lavar Ball. I'm like, well, actually, Lavar is at least. I said, Marvin, Marvin, Marvin's dad don't talk, so it's not like no. I said Lavar is entertaining to me. Like I said, right. you know what? I just think I, I think I think Lavar Ball figured out a little. He he you know he found his lane. He found his stick. It's you know, and, and I just leave it at that. I don't trip off of that. You know, and I think, and I think, and I think part of it is what helps. I'm sorry, but what helps too is that Lonzo's personality. When it was Lonzo, I, I think their personalities were like, "That's just my dad." Yeah, they weren't true. They've been they, dealing with it their whole life. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, know they, I, I, you know, yeah, and you know, people said they put a, you know, the you no know, Levar put a target on him, or that maybe 
you know, Mal Bagley has a target on him. Because of, man, he ain't got no target on him because of his dad. Stop. Hey, the, the other thing about this, Jason, I know you feel the same way. Um, if we're going we gonna to stop acting like LeVar Ball is like a bad word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh people my God, put it LeVar out there Ball. like, like he's, he's another LeVar Ball. Yeah, okay, he loves his sons. Okay, but what? What you talking yeah, he, about? Maybe you don't agree with his his parenting decisions, but you know his, his kids ain't in jail, his kids ain't on dope, his kids ain't hurt um, nobody. Respectful. Like I said, the only thing, the only thing, all the I Bagley ever kids are extremely respectful. Yeah, you know Marvin ain't out here slapping people that I know of. You know, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I you know I think what happens nowadays with Twitter is in, you know in social media that. Parents say things on social media they should be saying in the house today, wife or the girl or the kid, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. you know, and, you know, and like De'Aaron said, he could tell his dad, when you tweet that, they ain't asking you about it, they asking me. Facts. Facts. You know, and I just think, I just think Marvin had never really dealt with that before. I think the only time that maybe I, can, I recall where Marvin might've got heat from his dad with the whole accusation was, you know, the whole, was the whole pace, you no know, shoe thing or whatever it was with the AAU thing. Right. Yeah, and that was know, something that, that he really could just say, I'm not talking about it and move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that really didn't gonna press him. him yeah. you know? So, yeah. So and I can respect that. But I think it's, I think it's going to be fine. I just, I, I would just tell people, well, watch what you say about people, you know, you know, don't say something you wouldn't say to the man's face. That's how you, that's how everybody should live their life on Twitter. If I wouldn't yeah, say know, it to you personally, I'm not gonna use my thumbs to say it. You know, and like I said, you know, when when I wrote that Marvin took took an L to Dame and the, the whole little the little uh, little back and forth with the mixtapes, I told Marvin he took an L, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. he was and he was like, man, I was working on my stuff. I was in the gym. I was like, man, I don't care. You can't you can't <laughs> go seven hours. I don't you know in between that you know. Yeah. And that's what did Jack say on all the smoke? He said, "Yeah, if he if he didn't throw hands with Dame, he can't be mad at nobody else." Now I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'll leave Marvin alone about that. Him and Dame is yeah. cool, man. That just you know, a little hip hop. So that's all it is, man. That's all it is. Before we uh, get into what everybody's really here to listen to, and that's our recap of uh, the Power season finale. Um, Toronto coming to town. Toronto or Toronto, Tampa Bay, whatever you want to call them, uh, <laughs> struggling right now, as Joe Namath would say, struggling right now. They're one in Joe six. Was, Joe was in the sauce. <laughs> he was definitely in the sauce. Uh, one in six. And, and I'm gonna tell you right now that this is a game that that makes me nervous because one is oh yeah oh the toronto they're not what they were and watch them go back to nba finals toronto uh on on friday night i can see it the one thing that i worry about with toronto um is i looked at their roster and their bench is nasty like aside from norman powell there's there's really not a whole lot coming off that bench right now i think that's got a lot to do with their struggles that's a problem last year they really weren't deep team and they got all they could but yeah i just I for with them, I I don't underestimate the fact that basically they're the only team still in the bubble. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine psychologically the fact that you all had to leave your, you know, if you had your home, you know, leave and you still go back, you still live in a hotel. It's crazy, man. Uh, unless crazy. you happen to be one of the Raptors and you happen to live in Tampa, I mean, I just I. I mean, I can't even say that I'm shocked that they're struggling because it kind of makes sense they'd be struggling right now. This yeah. is not ideal in any way for them. Absolutely not. I and just, then I, you I, combine I, that you know, with the yeah. you combine that with the, the the actual roster stuff. Like they lost Marcus All, they lost um, Serge Ibaka. You know what I'm saying? That's a year after losing Kawhi Leonard, uh, after losing Danny Green. You know what I mean? Like the the team that went to the finals. And even the team last year that looked like they were strong going into the bubble, roster-wise, they've lost some guys. And you combine that, like you talked about, with some of the things that they've got to deal with just in life. You know what I'm saying? Their everyday life now. It's a lot on those dudes right now. Yeah, you know, it's like you can't swap. You know, you lose Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. You get Alex Lynn and you get, you know, Aaron Baines. It ain't the same. Nah. Not at all. You know, you Not know, and then you're asking Pascal Siakam, who, you know, he had a rough time in the bubble. You're asking him to be your guy. And 
he's not exactly having the season they would hope, man. My man's shooting 40, well, 41% from the field, you know, 28% from three. No, I'll check, check that out. 28% so, yeah. from three. Jeez. No, check, check that. Check that. Check that. I actually, that was, uh, I was a little off. I was looking at the wrong numbers. Uh, he's actually shooting forty three percent. Well, he's at twenty, about twenty nine from three. So I was about to say he I, he ain't much better from three. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. numbers in front of me, but yeah, yeah, he's averaging so, seven. You know, you know, he's you know, you know, averaging twenty points. And this is a man who's on a max deal. And I don't know. There's no rule to it, but I don't think you should be on a max deal and averaging just twenty. Nah, I know Rudy nah. Gobert gets a pass, you know, because you know he's whatever, you know, Tony Jones. Does he? Does he? Shaq don't give him a pass. According to Tony Jones, <laughs> Rudy's the best center in the league, and he's been that for years. And I'm like, but he can't, he can't affect the game on one end. And don't tell me he sets good screens. I won't hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> hey, Shaq don't, Shaq don't want to hear that either. <laughs> yeah, Shaq's my dog, though. I'm like, come, I'm like, Shaq, man, stall him out, stall him out. <laughs> don't, don't be, don't be liking or retweet somebody call him, call him Baguette Biz, Bismack Biombo. I'm like, that, that shit's uncalled for. That is uncalled for. And they was like, you know, he only made the All Star game because he cried. I'm like, stop, leave Rudy alone. I mean. But then again, Rudy uh, always kicks the king. See, I'm skewed. Rudy kicks the king's ass down every time he plays him. So it's like Rudy's a good player. I just don't think he's a max player, but he's he's a good ball yeah, player for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I agree. I yeah. just that the way the salaries are now, you got the max slot and all that. A lot of guys, you yeah. know, that's just the way it works. But yeah, I'm like, man, come on, Shaq, man, don't be beating up on Rudy. <laughs> Leave Rudy alone. That's you know? hilarious. And so know, they call Shaq fat, and then Shaq is like, I'd have put fifty on you. And the thing is, Shaq would have. But hey. yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Kings, uh, Raptors on Friday tonight. When you guys are going to hear this, and then Portland on Saturday. Yeah, we don't know if De'Aaron Fox will be available yet. He's listed as questionable. I got to think he plays one of the games this weekend at the very least. And yeah, if it's just one, I think it would be Saturday. They would sit him out on Friday and play him on Saturday. But I think he'll be yeah. back. I mean, it was seemed like a good sign that he was back out there on the bench uh, at the end of that game. So I, yeah, I, I don't think it's not too serious. A lot of times when he serious. plays Toronto, Kyle Lowry gives him that work. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, he, he, he has a – has a feast on De'Aaron Fox when they when they yeah, go up against a, each other. He's a professional point guard, is what I call Kyle Lowry. He does whatever exactly is that is needed. And yeah, I, mean, I remember early in Fox's career, man, Kyle would just come to town and just work him. And Dave Yeager would be like, "Yeah, that's a guy he can learn from." I'm like, "You damn right." <laughs> <laughs> he you know, class is in session. Yeah, you know, you see, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, but. It's definitely yeah. a winnable game, but when you're the Kings, every game is winnable. Damn near every game is losable. You, you know, that's what happens absolutely. when you're in four and four. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we get out of here, Jason, Power Book 2, Ghost, they had a hell of a finale. They had a hell of a finale. Shout out to, uh, I forgot who the writer is, whoever it is. They don't matter. I mean, 50 gets credit too, but I mean, bringing back Tommy though? They brought back Tommy. Ooh, it was lit when I saw that Mustang, baby. I was like, "Oh, he back. He's Tommy back." Said, oh, she, oh, she, oh, and she snitching. <laughs> like she got to go. Tommy said, "What did he say? He said, I promised your dad I would never kill you, but your mom. Oh yeah, I'm about to see her. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't call and don't call me Uncle Tommy anymore." <laughs> So, I mean, it started off slow, started off weird. I thought they did a pretty good job with, with Power Book 2. Maybe my expectations were pretty low, and they had some wild moments, but I, th- I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, they had to kill off old boy, old nosy professor. Oh, my gosh, I like, bro. I was like, yeah, he, I, he was just annoying. He was just an annoying character. He like, should have been. Why, he, what, why are you he following was, people uh, around? He he was the most wanted person to be killed since Dre. <laughs> yeah, I remember people wanted Dre bad. And before Dre, it was Holly. Oh my gosh, Holly! Holly's the the goat. <laughs> She's the goat everyone, in that aspect. Everyone, they, every, they, they, they said, 
never has anyone been the world been happy to see a woman get choked out <laughs> as when Tommy choked out uh, Holly. She, I was like, if she don't shut up, yeah, they they was done with Holly. But yeah, the professor was was right up there. I mean, he had it coming. He had it coming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. You enjoyed the season, man. You thought it was a good oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, I was entertained. You know, I was definitely entertained. Like I said, Tommy back. Uh, Sax's trifling knees. <laughs> Yo, man, Sax and his knees. Those those two wild folks right there, man. But then they randomly gave Sax a damn sexy. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I'm like, I was trying to figure out who that girl was. Where'd that come from? She was from the courthouse. I forgot what her job was. She was from the courthouse. You know, <laughs> Tasha, get out. I ain't going to wit. I ain't going to wit sec. You know, <laughs> I, we we gonna run. I'm like, where the hell are you gonna run? Yeah, first of all, Tommy's on your head. Tariq got to finish school to get the money. Exactly. And she was trying to take him out of that. Tasha been messing up the money since day one. Um, mm-hmm. But I got to say, Tasha and, and Mary J, they had a couple of scenes where, oh, they were back. They were back. Mm-hmm. They looked lovely. Yeah, shout oh, out yeah. to them. Yeah, Mary J out here shooting people. Oh, yeah, my God. What about Kane? Kane, wow. Kane, well, Kane, Kane, Kane was at the Capitol the other day. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said Monego, kick his ass for this. You at the Capitol now? How did that one, how was you the one brother just standing by yourself? <laughs> Bruh, that's hilarious. And he really did look like Kane a little bit from the distance. That was what made it so funny. Yeah. But, but Kane, yeah, Kane was... Loss. You know, the funny thing about it that I thought is I know that was his brother, Drew. You know, I know, I know they were brothers, but Drew was talking real crazy to be in front of a killer like that. Yeah. Be laid up with, <laughs> right. with a wound. <laughs> right. You was talking real crazy. <laughs> Maybe he figured Kane won't Kane ain't that crazy, but I wouldn't even take that chance if I was if I was Drew laid up like like you said, laid up. I can't do nothing. He put that pillow over me so quick. <laughs> It'd be lights out. Cancel yeah, Christmas. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I like I said I was I was entertained. Like I said, you know, I we know Tommy's not gone because you know in power, unless they show your funeral, you ain't dead. My mom still thinks Ghost is alive. I don't. Think I, I, I said, "Mom, relax." Like Ghost is. They keep going to his his burial site. Uh, Ghost is gone. Ghost <laughs> yeah. is gone. She says, nah. "No, I'm telling you, he's still alive. They're gonna find a way." I'm like, "Well, first of all, I guess Tommy's uh, book is gonna be in real time, but everything else is like a flashback show." Yeah, Kanan's yeah. a flashback show. Uh, Ghost and Tommy is a flashback show. They might have one other one, but I guess I guess Tommy's got a, a present day one. But there ain't no room to bring him back no more, yeah, even if he was I, alive. Yeah, you know. And I think what you do you seeing is, you know, Tariq then earned the name Ghost. Now he's gonna be start calling himself Ghost. Yeah, yeah. He did a good crazy. job too, by the way. He did a good job. I, I was I was worried about if he could carry a whole season. I forgot the guys run Michael something, um, but he did a good job. Yeah, Shout Michael out to Rainey him. Jr. Yeah, like yeah, people see him on the street and want to fuck him up. Like he's a <laughs> badass kid, you know that. He's like, man, I'm acting. Like, man, that's like uh, that's like the 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 guy who was in Waiting to Excel and in Soul Food. And he he uh he had sex with the cousin and he cheated on mm-hmm. Angela Bassett and he said oh, people yeah. would just curse him out in real life like it would be all bad for him walking yeah. down the street. But then then Blair Underwood walked that that path of being <laughs> the bad black husband and like damn people were like I I used to like him like he was acting no fuck him. I was like he was acting <laughs> treating her like that. I'm a man who was from the uh, Tyler Perry once who was the one who was dark. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, yeah, oh, you yeah. ain't, you ain't shit. The yeah. dude who was in uh, the wood, too. Yeah. It, yeah, him, yeah. They was like, yeah, they was like, mm, mm, mm. Hell, it took Danny Glover how long to not be Mr. from the Color Purple? <laughs> they do it, but you know, the the what happens is real life is like what uh, Jada Pinkett did on, on uh, what was the Low Down Dirty Shame? When she attacked the dude who was on the soap opera, mm-hmm. you remember that's that's how that's how they be doing these poor dudes in real life when they t- <laughs> they take these roles, be cursing about talking all kinds of crazy about yeah, these dudes. Poor Danny Glover took forever to be like, hey, look, I'm Murtaugh now. Fuck you, <laughs> Mister. 
you took <laughs> you took their letters and shit. You you know, Seeley was writing them letters and you was stealing them. It's like that was a that was actually you know a movie. You know that's not me, right? You, you, you was messing with Suge Avery instead of you know you, you know you, you kept them apart. You was messing with like that wasn't that wasn't he's acting. He's acting. You can't tell like, these people that, man. So but I mean, he yeah, did a Michael, hell of a job. My, they think he really, yeah. Poor Michael. Yeah, that's what that's what everyone, I think about. And, and everyone says he's such a nice kid. It's just it's sad when he goes outside and people hate him. Yeah, he's gonna have to. Um, you gonna have to get up, get a whole a couple another roles to to get that out of people's heads, and they still might not get it out their heads. Yeah. So, but shout out to Michael Rainey, man, he did a good job. So, Power Book Two, I don't know when they're coming with the next. I think Canaan is next. I don't know when they're uh, they're coming with that. Probably what is it? January? It'd probably be like in June. That's my guess. Yeah, they're gonna make so, us wait. You know, make us love, yeah. make us get Star, the NBA. Stars season. is gonna get that subscription an extra six months or so. So. Yeah, I'm thinking with P Valley might be back, you know, who knows? Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hell, I P- might have P- to go watch the season again. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> Recap. Like, what did I miss? Let's get back on this. <laughs> absolutely man so yeah that's what's going on man shout out to power the kings are 500 you want to talk about power tyrese halliburton has all the power right now he's, he's the king's ghost right now man. so he got the juice now he know. got the juice he got the glow he got, he got the power he got it all man he got you know, he, you know he's everything you know he's the you know he's the you know you know he's the exalted one right now or, you know shout out to you know, the late brody <laughs> leave it you know tyrese is everything right now you know Something absolutely yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, he's he's you know he's the higher power. he's everything right now. I he's the higher that. power. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's you know he, he's the precious from the Lord of the. He's every you know he's their precious. He's everything. He's the right now. he's the Monday Night Messiah. Like he's all that. Yeah, we gonna <laughs> we gonna mess around and make you know you know I'm gonna start writing about Tyrese walking on water pretty soon, and then <laughs> and people will actually believe it. They'll be like, you know what, Jason might have really saw him do that. You know, he's just that good of a kid. It's not know? it's not out of the realm of possibility. It could have happened. You know, they're like, we don't know the science of it, but it's very possible that Tyrese did in fact walk on water. Jason really did. <laughs> You know, I just, I mean, to me, he's, I just, I just, enjoy, I just enjoy him being on the team, you know. On yeah, the man, team, he's, just a, he's, a, he's a great story, man. Something that we haven't, uh, I mean, you know, we love Fox, man. Fox is obviously, you know, had the city wrapped around it, or he's been, he's had the city wrapped around their fingers for, since he got here. We love Fox. We love uh, him just the same out here. But Tyrese Halliburton is, man, he, he's, he's, he's been, uh, he's already, Planted his flag here in Sacramento. They haven't man. had they a rookie come in like this since IT. Facts, facts. Somebody, yeah, somebody mentioned too. somebody mentioned Jason Williams, and the reason why I said I kind of agree with that is you got you had IT, you had Fox, you had Tyreek, and I heard I wasn't living in Sacramento when Tyreek was here, but they they were saying that was pretty big. But the the reason why I go back to Jason Williams is I'm not saying that they're the you know. The, the Warriors starting to they're starting the season winning twenty four straight, but just like Jason Williams, Tyrese Halliburton is is affecting winning. Like he's in in coming in here and being this this breath of fresh air and leading to wins, just like Jason Williams did when he was there. It led to wins, and I think that's a different dynamic. No fault to Fox. I mean, Fox's situation was different, but they weren't winning. It was just like, oh man, in five years this will be great. No. It's great right now with Tyrese Halliburton. Like they're winning, so that that's kind of what separates him from some of these other uh, rookies that the Kings have had in the past, in my opinion. Yeah, and the thing is too is people forget Fox didn't exactly have a great rookie year. No, nah, he, he was, tell you, he was what nineteen? He was nineteen that year. Yeah, as he's told me, he was like, "Man, I'm a, I'm a rookie, and I'm supposed to tell Vince Carter what to do." Look, I'm nineteen years old. What the hell, I'm gonna tell Vince Carter? <laughs> Yeah, you know. So yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I when I when I said since it, I just meant in terms of just impact on the court immediately because it yeah. stepped on the court as a grown man. Like they said, yeah, he was facts. kicking poor Jimmer's ass in practice. <laughs> they were like, "Damn, we got to pull him. Can we pull him off of Jimmer, please? God, this is, this shit is not fair." <laughs> Some of the stories I've heard, you know, I wouldn't. Yeah. You know, we don't watch practice much any you know anymore. But yeah, they said that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it it was a it was a rough go there. So, but yeah, you know, tune in next week for as Tyrese turns and we you know, 
tell you how he fed the needy and the Tyrese and the restless. That's what that's what we're yeah, going. Yeah, I mean, here. at this point, I don't think he can do any wrong to any. I mean, I haven't seen someone this universally liked in a while. I mean, hell, Tyrese vibes. Yeah, hell, just rename yeah. the show. Tyrese I'm vibes. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and put number. Change the number to 32, you know. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's like, happening. One like, one uh, look away pass at a time. It's happening. Yeah. I mean, when, when he did the layup with the leg up, you know, the, the, no, the, I, was like, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, no. I'm like, you can't do this, you know. I'm you knew I was going to say something. You knew I, said, I was going to say I'm supposed to be here something. just working. You're going to become my favorite player in the league. It's not right. I'm going to be like, oh, my God. I'm like, you know, just – Look, at, I'm like Kyrie. Can you just talk about Magic Johnson for like an hour? <laughs> yeah, man. He 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 is a joy to watch. I love it, man. So, uh, man, it's late out here. You know, we've been working hard, both of us lately. So uh, we gonna get up out of here. But before we do, Jason, where can the people find you? Mister Jones LBC on Instagram. Mister underscore Jason Jones on Twitter and theAthletic.com where. You can subscribe and read all my little musings about. I subscribe and, mm-hmm. and whatever else, whatever else comes up, you know, uh, got some other stuff I'm working on, uh, should be dropping soon. I hope. And I think, I think you guys will think very highly of this story. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't even have the inside info, so I'm going to wait like everybody else. I'm going to wait like everybody else. So it's all good. You can find me Monday through Friday, D-Lo and KC, ESPN 1320. If you're in Sacramento riding around and you're, and you're what was it, uh, riding around and you're something or your Benzo or some or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's. Um you can check us out on the car radio, <laughs> but if you're on the, uh, you want to hear us on your phone or on your smartphone, on your on your laptop, radio.com at any time, check us out. ESPN 1320. Hell, you probably hear Jason on there every now and then. He's a friend of the program. He's a regular, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So you, you, yeah, you can hear us anytime, Monday through Friday, 12 to two. And um, also shout out to be heard. Shout out to our main man, Damian Barley. Shout out to the Be Heard platform. That's where you can find the J Street Vibes at. And a number of other great podcasts, Deuce and Mo, Sean and Vaughn, uh, Check the Tape. Uh, man, there's a lot of, oh, Be Conscious, you know what I mean? Bill Black, you can hear it all, man. So, um, yeah, we're going to get up out of here. When we talk again, Kings might be above 500. That's what I'm looking for. I don't care how many games, just be above 500. Let's get it done. <laughs> All right, man. I'm Kenny Carraway. I'm Jason Jones. Y'all be good. We up out of here. Holla. Holla.